Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Tracy Hill. And I'm Jessica Midkiff, doctors of physical therapy and certified master neuro coaches. We have the unique system that puts an end to the start-stop cycle of your health by blending body and brain science to create sustainable, simple success in your body. Our goal is to help you put an end to the frustration and overwhelm in your health with a brain-based system that will transform your body and overall health one thought at a time. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to the lies that keep you unmotivated. And last week, if you haven't checked, this is a three-part series. So if you haven't listened to last week, make sure to go back and listen to that. The first lie was, I'm lazy. I don't have the energy to stay consistent with my health. So today is lie number two. Jess, what is lie number two? I'm sure none of you have said this. (laughs) Joking. I don't have enough time. Okay. It is. I mean, I say this in my daily life. I swear I probably say it daily in some way, shape or form, not about my health, however, but about, I don't have enough time to fold that freaking basket of laundry or the three baskets of laundry. I don't have enough time to finish that, uh, sink of dishes. So we all uh, use this excuse for, for different reasons. Right. And we all feel the pressure of not having enough time, but we want to speak to it as it relates to, if you're here listening to this and you're wanting to change your health and improve your health, the lie that you don't have enough time, you can see how that's going to limit you in showing up for your health on a consistent basis. So let's talk about how it holds you back. Yeah. I mean, we're all being pulled in 8 million directions. And so we're always going to feel like there's not enough, but then this is where we get to talk into these beliefs and these stories that get programmed in us of maybe for you, it's the belief that it has to take a long time to be healthy, to get fit, to do all the things. And so when it's something that's going to take a lot of time and you are pressed for time, it's going to feel like this impossible burden that's just going to add to your never ending to-do list. And if it's not this solid automated, this is who I am priority, it's going to be pushed back on the back burner when you don't fully understand why your health matters to all the other things on your to-do list, it's going to automatically get pushed back on your to-do list, not because it's not important to you, but because you don't have this system in place completely grounded in your brain to direct you on those days that you don't have time. So let's talk about that of this, like uh, another thing to do and it has to take a lot of time to be healthy. Right. And we talked about this last week uh, in regards to, I don't have enough energy. I'm just lazy. And what does lazy mean? Or what, what are your thoughts behind like, well, how much energy is it going to take? Right. What? Um, and so the expectations that we have, and Tracy touched on this already, 
that we have around being healthy, the choices that we, we make in getting healthy. Oh, it takes so much time to food prep. It takes so much time. I've got to work out 60 minutes, six days a week in order to get results. So what are the expectations that you have around getting healthy? What's required of you to get healthy? Because that really is a huge factor with the lie that we talked about last week and the lie that we're talking about this week about, I don't have enough time. If you think it takes so much time to eat healthy or prepare healthier food or to exercise a particular way for a particular length of time for a particularly frequency during the week, of course, at some point, your brain is going to have the thought, I don't have time. Why? Because we already don't have enough time in our crazy busy lives. So it's just going to be a natural byproduct of a limiting belief, a limiting story, a thought that we're going to have at some point on this journey of health. Uh, if we're not fully 1000% committed to it and it's become an automated way of you doing your health. Yeah. And if it's just another thing that you have to do, oh, I have to exercise. That's going to feel really heavy. And again, we talked about your brain wants to keep you safe and comfy. And it's not comfy to, uh, I have to add this one more thing on my busy day. I'm so overwhelmed. And then on top of that, the belief of, well, I don't have time. I don't have a full hour and I don't have time to drive to the gym. I don't have time to drive home from the gym to get changed, to get a shower. If that's also running through your back of your head of, well, shoot, by the time I drive there and get changed and all the things, then I'm looking at two hours out of my day. Of course, you're not going to want to do it. Of course, it's going to be pushed aside because if you are pressed for time, it's going to feel like such a burden. And so again, we go back to this, how do we create success in what you're doing, create success in your path, health pathway versus the, oh, this is what I have to do. And it has to look this way in order for me to get results. Because right there, your brain is throwing up just flags of failure. Right. Um, so also we talk about the expectations. Our expectations really set us up. They can set us up positively, right? Because we've thought through how this wants, how we would like it to go and what we're hoping to, to gain, but expectations can also be negative. And this is what we're talking about in these lies the expectations that set us up for the, the negative um, behavior that we have in, ends up leading us to unmotivation and frustration and lack of consistency and being on the health hamster wheel. And so what we do in our coaching uh, with people that have repetitively done well and then fallen off the wagon per se, or just can't seem to, to get started or stay going for any length of time is thinking about the possibilities, right? So determining what health is and why it matters is always the baseline. We talked about this last, last week because it is a brain game. You behave 
in a particular way based on what your brain believes. And so if you're going to change your health or improve your health, you need to tell your brain why health, what health is for you and why it freaking matters to you. Because until it makes that association, like Tracy said, you're just doing something um, on the to-do list or because you should do it. And so at some point your brain's going to resist it. But if it can, you can determine that health matters, right? And why it matters, then maybe you can begin to see possibilities open up around, well, can I be healthy with just a five or 10 minute choice at a time? And Tracy and I talk about this all the time about it is the little small wins, five or 10 minute wins, because you've decided it matters that compound over time, just like any savings plan, any retirement plan, you're putting in the little, the little bits that compound over time and your health is the very same way. But first you must determine what your health means to you and why it matters. And also seeing how those things, whatever matters to you, how they all integrate together. I think commonly what happens is you've got your health bucket over here. You've got your family bucket over here. You've got your work bucket over here. And it's just this like check, check, check from one thing to another, which can feel very overwhelming and very disconnected and very scattered. Where instead, like Jess is saying of like, seriously, why does it matter? Sure, we all want to look good and you want to look good in those jeans, of course. But what does it matter? What does your health bring you? We've had a client recently that we've walked through this where her business always came first and there was never any time for her health, for her to exercise because she was pushing so hard, trying to build this business, working really hard. And we had to stop her and say, what do you want your business to bring to you? What do you want it to look like? And one of her big goals was to be able to travel and to participate in a hobby of photography that she loved. And she started realizing, okay, hang on. If I just hustle and grind through my business, I'm going to stay in this state of chronic pain and feeling like garbage in my body, which means I'm not going to be able to travel and do my photography hobby because I'm going to be so limited in my physical abilities. So hang on, when I take care of my health, how does it shift my business, which then it actually started giving her time back. Here's a woman who's busy and doing all the things, realizing, wow, I actually got time back as I started taking care of my health because I had increased energy which we talked about yesterday or last week, the energy piece. Um, I had increased focus, which meant she could do more in her business in a in less time. And then in turn, her business started taking off. Things started shifting in her business. And then in turn, she was able to start doing the activities that she loved to do because A, she was physically well to do them. And B, her business was aligning that she was able to step away and do those things. And so do you see how this weaving everything together piece starts creating this, like, I don't want to say balance because it's not, a, it's not this perfect balance, 
but it's this nice integration of how does everything work together and how does this matter and how does it build upon each other? Again, we say start with that success. How does that success create that compounding interest? Just like Jess talked about with our money, how does it start to build and build and build? And now all of a sudden, those tiny incremental things that seem like, really, is this doing anything? Is this worth it? Is this worth it? Yeah. Over a week, over a month, over a year, you're starting to notice massive transformation in your body and in your life. And if you, if you think about it, um, like it's easy for us to use the example of, uh, say a retirement plan, right? We know we need a retirement plan. Yes, you need one, but you also want one. Why? Because you want to be able to live at that stage of life at a certain quality level with certain opportunities, right? And so even though it is a little uncomfortable to take money that you can't spend now and put it somewhere uh, because it's going to go towards a future. It's going to go towards your future you and how you are experiencing life, but you believe in that. And so even though the temporary discomfort of taking money away for the now and putting it towards the future, you invest that mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually in that. And so you're committed to it, right? You just end up doing it. And over time, it becomes automatic. And what we're seeing is that your health can be the very same thing because you decide that it, you want it to look a particular way. You want to be a certain energy level. You want to be able to do certain activities, enjoy life with family, with grandkids, taking trips, like all of these things. And think about retirement. Like, do you want to be, you know, using a cane and having chronic pain and, you know, all the things which we saw so often in the clinic about people would say, like, I just didn't think, I wished I would have taken better care of myself in the earlier years. And so being committed and being, being able to take a look at your health, the now matters. And, um, I totally lost my train of thought. Goodness gracious. I was thinking about the clinic and how people, it just made us so sad that people would say, I wished I would have. And so this is your opportunity. Now, if you find yourself saying, I want to get healthier, I want to be healthier, but I just get stuck in unmotivation, or I just can't seem to reel it all back. And what, what do you want health to look like for you? And what do you want to, what do you want to feel like when you want to look like, and what do you want to be able to do? If we could bring you back to one spot to like recoup, um, that would be a really good spot. And we do this in our coaching plan and program of, of getting people to think about how your health integrates with the rest of your life. It's not just something that we do because we should. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What you just said about the investing the money uncomfortableness about that. I think about that of I'm, I don't have any money. I can't invest in my future. It's the same thing. I don't have any time. I can't invest in my health, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Do you want to have money when you're old? Heck yeah. Do you want to be able to have the ability in your body now to use that money and do the things you want to do? Heck yeah. And yes, the amount of people that we have seen in later stages of life just 
disappointed and sad that they did not make that investment in themselves and in just struggling times. So that is, that's so powerful. Um, I was thinking about just, okay, now how do we do this when we are pressed for time? We've talked about, okay, let's find success. And one thing that we both talked about before is these like tiny habits that we tack on, you know, Jess was talking about, like, how do we make it just automatic? There's things that you do in your day that are just automatic. You don't think about it. You don't think about brushing your teeth in in the morning. Maybe you're a coffee drinker. You don't even think about going to the coffee pot and starting the coffee. What are those things in your day that you don't even think about that are just no brainer things that are completely on autopilot? Okay. Maybe if you're really that pressed for time and you're saying, it just feels so impossible. What if you can tack on there? There's actually a book called Tiny Habits. What if you can tack on these tiny habits to something you are already doing? And maybe that means while you're brushing your teeth for two minutes, you do some squats, some heel raises, something. When you're getting your coffee, what are some just tiny little things that you can move your body, take a stretch, something to feel successful? Because again, when our brain feels success, our brain gets this little ding, ding dopamine hit and says, oh, hang on. We just had a win. And I liked how I felt with that win. And that was successful. That didn't feel so hard. It was just kind of added into the normal things that I do. I could do that again. And when your brain tells you, hey, you were successful, you could do this again. That's when we want to come back for more. And then that is where we can build this compounding interest into more success. And then it starts to become this automated thing instead of this, oh, another thing to do. And that's powerful that it, that will change your life. Right. So I think we've explained why the lie that keeps you unmotivated, the lie, I don't have enough time is actually not true. Again, if you are saying that your health matters, there is a way for you to find better health and be successful at your health. Little wins at a time, five or 10 minutes at a time, believing it's possible because of the compound interest effect that we see. We already have plenty of evidence with that, with any kind of savings program. And so opening yourself up for deciding that your health matters enough, I'm going to start investing. Well, if I'm going to start little, maybe it's five minutes here, tacking it on, like Tracy said, to something that you already do, but you've got to make the decision. It has got to come from inside Uh, that your health matters and you want to show up differently for your health. And therefore you are going to look for those opportunities to behave differently. And if you can do it in five or 10 minutes, doesn't that, doesn't that eliminate that limitation of not having enough time? Yeah. And now it's, it's no longer the battle of wills. It's just, it's a decision of this is, This is who I want to start being. And this is how I want to start feeling because I like this person. And now we're not fighting against the clock. We're, we're instead aligning with what we want our clock and where we want our time to go. 
Yeah. So like we did last week, we asked you, you know, the, what we do with our clients in our coaching program, when we have a limiting thought or a lie that surfaces that we know feels like it's resistance and it's holding us back to write it down. There's brain science behind actually getting that repeated thought out of your head and putting it down on paper. And so today we're talking about the lie. I don't have time. So we want you to take some time (laughs) and write down on paper about this lie. When does this come up for you? And it may not just be around your health. You might find that this is something that you're struggling with in other areas of your life, which we know other areas of our life integrate with our health. So take some time, write down the lies around this. I don't have time piece and then give some thought to, we've given some suggestions here today about, well, if I did have time, how can you show yourself where you actually would have time? So whether it's tacking something on uh, while you're brushing your teeth or you set the alarm 10 minutes early and you do a five or 10 minute flow, which in our Facebook community, Hardboard for Health, we have 10 minute flows. We probably have at least 300 of them in there now that are 10 minute flows. It helps meet your body where it's at, designed by doctors of physical therapy, safe, effective, fun. Um, and it eliminates the excuse. You don't know what to do for exercise. You don't, you know, so it's just a 10 minute flow and you have time for that. Again, if it's something that is meaningful to you, there is always a way to help meet you where you're at, give you time. Cause when Tracy said, when you start to feel better and you string together little successes, a little dopamine hits, and then you get a little serotonin, you're feeling happier. Your perspective about everything changes. Your energy about everything changes. Your productivity increases. And you start to behave differently as a result of one five or 10 minute win at a time. It's really yep. awesome. It really is. And that's the person that you want to keep showing up for. So make sure if you haven't watched or listened to the first episode of the first lie, make sure to go back and listen to the lie of lazy and no energy. And then make sure to tune in next week where we're going to talk lie number three of why you can't stay motivated. All right, guys, thanks for joining us today. All right. Take care. Subscribe so that you never miss the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Limitless Health. Our hearts are to provide you with realistic, relevant, and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health, even when your schedule is packed and life feels crazy. Our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season. What really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review, or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.